listening to Productivity with Holly, a practical and relatable podcast sharing actionable productivity tips for business and life. I'm your host, Holly Barrack. Thanks so much for listening. Dropping every Monday, episodes will be a combination of solo and guest chats. And now, in the interest of productivity, let's get to it. And welcome to Productivity with Holly. Thanks so much for tuning in. It's wonderful to have you here. Today's episode, we're exploring the relationship of productivity and gifting. Now, as we're coming into the silly season, I thought that it was really appropriate that we broach this topic, but it is appropriate for all year round. Today, I'm joined by Teresa Tripity of Sherbet Creations. Teresa helps women grow their business by implementing a thoughtful gifting strategy. But this episode isn't just about how to use gifting in your business, because Teresa also shares her biggest tips for all those moments that you would like to give gifts in your personal life. So let's get into it. Teresa, hello and welcome to Productivity with Holly. You are my first guest on this new podcast. So welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm so excited to be speaking with you today. Now, in the name of productivity, let's get straight into it. Can you tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, who's at home and what your interests are? Sure. So, hi, I'm Teresa. I'm the woman behind Sherbet Creations. Sherbet Creations helps women grow their business by implementing a thoughtful gifting strategy. And I'm also going to be having a newly opened online store as well. So I am married to my husband, Dominic. I have two boys, almost five-year-old Francesco and almost one-year-old Vincenzo. And a bit about myself. So I love to cook and bake and entertain my family and friends at home And I also play the piano as well in my spare time. In your spare time, she says, with a five and an almost one-year-old and has a business. Not as much (laughs) as I used to, but it's still hanging on. (laughs) That's good. And look, knowing you personally and having heard some of your music, yes, I am so glad that you have kept that interest up. Yes. It's been a while. I've been playing for, oh, just over 25 years now. (gasps) Wow, that's amazing. Yes. It's very um, cool. It's good. I love it. Wonderful. Okay, so you help women in business implement thoughtful gifting strategy. So what drew you to gifting as a business concept? Um, well, I used to work in real estate. That was um, my main career before children. And we used to send a lot of settlement gifts out when clients would purchase their new home. And it was generally like a bottle of champagne and maybe something little on the side. Uh, And then quite a few of my colleagues then moved on, opened up their own businesses. And I would sort of keep an eye out, oh, what are they going to do for their gifts? It was always just something I took an interest to. And then it came to the point where I was like, oh, I could probably do something better, (laughs) something a bit more practical. You know, not everybody drinks, so champagne can be quite limiting. And if you don't get to know your clients well enough, you might not know that. Um, So that's pretty much where it started. I thought, yes, I can 
I can do something a bit better, a bit more practical. And I have so many people already that I would be able to help because I had met them all through my real estate career. So that's where it started. So Teresa, do you believe that loving what you do in business helps with productivity? Absolutely, for sure. And I can attest to that because I am the most productive and the most organized with my gifts which in my business and personally um, and some other things aren't as organized. So I feel like when you have that love and that passion, that definitely helps. I completely understand exactly what you are saying. And I think that just drawing on what you said about your colleagues um, or your previous colleagues in real estate with not necessarily gifting the right thing as well that, you know, that can sort of take away from your productivity as well if you're not gifting the right things um, and and sending the right message um, necessarily in your business too. So let's dip into that a bit more and let's talk about the relationship between gifting and productivity. I'm thinking things like timelines and lists and budgets, like you are the experts. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Well, it definitely involves all of that. And when you are gifting in regards to your business, it is also something that you need to think strategically. And if you are planning in advance, which I highly recommend you do, you need to think about your budget and deadlines, timelines, all of that kind of thing. I have many, many lists. <laughs> um, thank goodness I have my lists because you can't keep it all in your head. You have to get it all out. So the main one that I am presented with first when I speak to a client is their budget. I feel like that's one of the things that tends to be a non-negotiable. So I have a different, a couple of different ways that I approach that. So They can either have their budget mainly go towards the items and the actual gift themselves. And then some people like to sort of spread their budget across packaging and sort of the whole experience of it. So what I do when when I work with my custom clients is I can determine where they feel comfortable putting their budget. For sure. um, Which feels really important to them. And then, of course, you've got your deadlines, some um, clients have gifts that need to be sent by a certain date for a certain occasion or, you know, within some, some sort of milestone. And then each project will have a list, many lists <laughs> of inclusions, um, anything that they might want written on the handwritten message on the card. So there's definitely a lot of planning and organization when it comes to it, especially when there's multiple gifts and if it's a larger scale project. Um, with multiple recipients. Mm -hmm. So it's very important to stay as organized as possible. Absolutely. Now, when you're talking about multiple gifts slash multiple recipients, how much lead time do you prefer when you are working? I mean, obviously the, the, the more lead time, the better, but you know, let's say you've got a custom order for 100 gift boxes what, what's the consultation process? What's when you're actually curating the boxes, like how much time mm-hmm. do you need? Yes. So uh, normally that would be a six to eight week um, process, especially because 
with the items in my gift boxes, I like to support local makers. Most, if not all, are women who run these businesses and a lot of the items are handmade, so they're really unique. So I need to make sure I take that into consideration with some of the handmade items that do take a while. At the moment, I'm sort of increasing that to around the eight to 10 weeks, purely because of postage delays and a few other delays that's happening at the moment. Mm. So yeah, so, but normally we'll say six to 10 weeks. So it's, it, it is a bit of a project and to coordinate everything and make sure everything's running smoothly. So so, Teresa, on a personal scale, obviously you've got a big family. How long, let's just talk about it from one one person's gift, though, for instance, I don't know, let's say an aunt or an uncle, anybody really. How long would you give yourself to prepare for that person's birth date, for example? Okay, sure. So yes, I do have a major big family, big Italian family, but I do have the same principle for everybody. So their gift has to be organized a month before. So for me, I do all of my shopping online. I try and get um, unique handmade gifts as well, like in my personal gifting. Um, So I like to give the makers a bit of time. So The gift has to be ordered in my head, has to be ordered a month Mm -hmm. before, and then you can do the card and the wrapping sort of in the lead up, but definitely purchased one month before. Absolutely. That I try and live by that standard (laughs) myself, but uh, yes, it's definitely been a little bit different this time around with all of the postage delays that we're experiencing. I'm sort of having to... Well, actually, look, let's be honest. I don't think we've actually gifted anybody anything because of the postage time because by the time we order it Mm -hmm. and receive it and then send it, Mm -hmm. it's two months. So I would have to give myself at least four months to do it, you Mm -hmm. know, so it's just kind of a bit, bit crazy. So do you have any other pearls of wisdom that you can share about how gifting um, or how how to be productive with your gifting? Sure. I do actually have one um, piece of advice in the personal gifting realm that has helped me even more so, which is really cool. So at the beginning of every year, my husband and I sit down and we have like a massive planning session for the year. And we work out actually how many gifts we would need to buy for birthdays, anniversaries, Mother's Day, Father's Day. We, we pop it all in the calendar. And then with the birthdays, we actually have them on a reoccurring reminder now. So they just come up for us. But what we do is we select a, make a calendar entry for a month before everybody's birthday, whatever the occasion is. And within that calendar entry, I have a little list (laughs) to make sure I don't forget anything. Um, So it will be like purchase the gift, buy a card, wrap it. And if I have to post it, post it. If not, most people we just hand deliver it to because we're all sort of nearby. Um, But there was a time back in the day where I would forget to buy a card and I didn't have any sort of at home, so we'd have to grab it on the way and I'd ride it in the car and it was just stressful. So I made sure that I had a process behind it. Because I do have a really large family, um, we do actually gift quite a bit. So it's not mm-hmm. like there's only a couple a year. There's, I mean, one year just for Christmas I had 50 
gifts to buy. And that was just Christmas. My goodness. Um, we have a lot of kids. Yes, we have moved on from that though. We do a KK situation now with a lot of the kids. That's a great principle to apply. Um, and another tip that I have, if you do have a lot of people to buy for, especially kids, is that Christmas in particular when I had a lot, that was actually for a few years in a row, We, um, I did a theme for all the kids. So they sort of got a similar gift and I would just tweak it. So, for example, one year I did new cozies and a beach towel for all the kids. So that knocked out like 30 gifts and then I just buy them in their correct size, correct sort of colours that I think might, you know, they like or they suit. But it was a lot easier than trying to come up with 30-odd gifts for children all the same age Mm -hmm. because they're sort of all within three, four years. So there's quite a few of them at the same level. Um, So that was a lot easier and it knocked out heaps off my list as well. Absolutely. That's a really great idea. I love that. that. I have to give credit to my mum because she did that with all my cousins growing up. So she would have a beach theme or one year was like a movie theme. So she'd get us all um, movie vouchers and like snacks and she would theme it up for everybody. So yeah, I have to give credit to her for that. Yeah. I actually apply a similar principle, particularly for Christmas. We don't have a a Mm -hmm. lot to buy for, but I do. So I have, uh, I have a little girl and she is, uh, she, well, she is, I say she's the youngest of her three cousins. She's actually the youngest of the three oldest cousins. Um, but so there's three girls born within nine months of each other. So at wow. Christmas time, they all get the same gift and it just makes things so much easier they're interested mm-hmm. in most of the same things, but even when they're not, uh, or even if they're not, I buy generic style themes. So like they all love unicorns, they all love rainbows, etc., etc., etc. So I know that that's a safe zone and I can just buy that. So I'm a little bit behind on my shopping this mm-hmm. year because of COVID, uh, but I know I've, I've set my budget. I'm like you, I have a list, I've set my budget, uh, I know roughly what I'm going to get them and it's not because it's likely that I'm going to have to post them this year. I am not going as crazy as what I normally would, but I also know that it is going to be loved. So, and that's the main thing, but yes. So, yeah, it's true. And you can apply that theme idea with no matter how many people you have. It can be with adults. Um, we have a lot of, uh, I struggle sometimes to buy gifts for men in my family, like the adults. I feel like they're the hard ones. Yes. Um, so I apply that theme principle with them too. So I find sort of a generic theme that I think they'll all like and then off I go. Another three or four gifts that yes. will be the same. I know exactly what you mean. I actually used to do my mum's Christmas shopping before before I had a child and my mum could not understand how I could get so many gifts done in such a short space mm-hmm. of time. Like I would get her entire Christmas shopping done and have money to spare, including buying gift wrap, you know, in a space of a couple of hours. And she's just mm-hmm. like, how do you do it? I just said, well, you just make this a list, <laughs> you look, you think, and you do mm-hmm. it. <laughs> That's and you it. do your you research. Pull up in little groups. <laughs> yes, yes, that's exactly right. Now, definitely. Gifting productivity aside, what is your number one productivity tip? 
My number one tip has to be you need to get everything out of your head. You need to write it down, whether it's if you're a pen and paper girl, that's fine, do it there. I'm more of a digital kind of person. With me, I have multiple workspaces and with my husband as well, we have everything synced. So write it down and then a step further is schedule it. So put dates to it, put reminders. I rely on so many calendar entries and reminders popping up (laughs) um, and you just don't have to remember it. So that space in your head can be used for something else. Perfect. I absolutely love that. Absolutely wonderful. And finally, where can people find you? Sure. So I'm on Instagram and Facebook, which is at Sherbet Creations. And you can also head to my website at www.sherbetcreations.com.au. Wonderful. And look, everybody, I am just going to say, Teresa does the best gifts. I have received gifts from Teresa's beautiful company. And I have also gifted many gifts from Teresa's beautiful company. So Teresa, thank you so much for joining me today to talk about all things gifting and productivity and have a wonderful day. Thank you so much, Holly. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. So there you have it. When it comes down to it, being planned and organized removes the stress of gift shopping and indeed gift giving. Because by being strategic, knowing what your budget and deadline are, which of course then means that you know what your lead time is, along with having a list of purchases that the recipient may like, that will just make your gifting experience so much easier. Teresa, thank you so much for sharing that insight and that wisdom with us. And of course, Teresa's number one tip is to get everything out of your head. Write it down, whether it's on paper or in your phone, schedule it all, sync it up with anybody who needs to know about the lists and the gift giving process, and you will never miss another important occasion again. Thanks so much again for tuning in, and I will see you next time on Productivity with Holly. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Productivity with Holly. If you've enjoyed this episode or any others that you've heard, I'd love for you to leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts. Leaving a review helps to build the like, know and trust factor and helps me to reach more people. To find out more about how I can help you maximize productivity in your business, head to www.maydayva.com.au. And if you'd like to see what I'm up to on a more regular basis, come on over and join me on Instagram. You can find me at MaydayVA. Thanks again for letting me share this time with you today. I really understand and know how precious time is. And until next time, take care and stay safe.